0: hello and welcome back to the call to serve podcast i'm max here with nathan how are you nathan you know max
1: nothing changes living the dream i mean things change but we're still
0: living the dream still living the dream good to yes, hear sir. and our special guest addy Addie, how are you
2: i'm doing fantastic how are you
0: doing well addy we're excited to have you here on the show why don't you introduce yourself
2: um my name's addy bollinger um, i am called to serve to rome italy primarily in the visitor center and i get to speak italian and i'm super excited um my dad actually was called to the same mission as me so that has been super fun working on my italian and stuff with him
0: that is super cool that's awesome that you get to kind of continue where where your dad served
1: so yeah that's really cool has your dad been able to keep up his italian like so he's able to to help you
2: yeah. It's been pretty cool. Um, he's had the opportunity to go back several times since then. Um, so he's maintained a lot of relationships with people and kept his Italian pretty top notch. It's been a lot of fun actually.
1: That's so cool. That is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Rome, Italy. I wonder what that would be like. I mean, we both Max and I both served stateside. Mm. Um, I was Spanish speaking and he was English, but he got switched to Spanish, um, towards the end of your mission. Right. Wasn't that right, Max?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so obviously Spanish is, Spanish is not Italian, but it is in the, whatever the romantic languages that, uh, however, that's, however that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's way cool. So what, um, Addy, what have been some things you've been doing to, uh, to help get ready? I mean, and you mentioned um, the language with your dad, um, working on that a little bit. Um, but uh, what are some other things you've found uh, helpful in, um, your preparation for missionary service?
2: I think it's a lot of the little things. Um, I like as far as language goes, pre-MTC has really, really helped me. I loved my tutor so far and I've learned a lot through that. Um, But I think just the little things like doing my preach my gospel and going to temple prep classes has been so so awesome even though I've been through the temple but like continuing to go back and getting a greater understanding of how it can help other people understand it's just been really really cool um I think that just one one of the big things for me is just doing everything I do with intention um mm. so a lot of this stuff like growing up and preparing to serve a mission I think has been bigger than when I got my call having to just say, oh my gosh, now I really need to prepare. Um, Just the little things that have led up my whole life, like making sure that I'm saying my prayers every night and morning and reading my scriptures. And now even more, now that I'm going to to be a full-time missionary, I think now just dialing in and doing everything with intention because there's not really a point in doing it unless... I'm really seeking to understand and receive revelation and feel the spirit. Um, so just like, even if I can't, I'm super tired and can only read like two verses in my book of Mormon, then reading those verses and really seeking to understand what they're trying to teach me.
1: Awesome.
0: I love that. Like reading and doing things in the gospel with intention and making it more meaningful than just reading it to do it. Right how have you seen that help you in your own discipleship or your own journey in becoming like Christ and preparing for a mission
2: well i think that like we all get kind of busy i know i'm i'm super busy right now with everything going on and working and studying and everything and so i think that putting aside time To put God first has just, I've seen, even though I'm super busy making and setting aside that time has made me less tired and less stressed because I feel peace and know that I'm doing the right thing and I'm getting the guidance that I need to be able to take on the challenges coming my way. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I like the whole concept of setting aside time. Um, there was this story that I heard. I think it was in, it was in one of my institute classes actually a little while back. It was the eternal. I believe it was the eternal family, and um, there was a story that was shared. And this was when President um, M Russell Ballard was a mission president. Um, he said he had a missionary in his mission that was he got he had gotten across some um, anti Church of Jesus Christ literature, and it was um, he was kind of struggling. This missionary was. And so President Ballard brought him into his office and um, this missionary like gave, he like had tons of questions and President Ballard was like, okay, you're going to have to give me some time to answer these. But President Ballard was like, okay, well you gave me some homework. Now I'm going to give you some homework. And he's like, when was the last time you've read the scriptures? Like actually read the book of Mormon elder. And he's like, well, it's, it's been a while. And so basically the whole concept of that story, like the, the one liner was give the Lord equal time. And so that was just kind of that hit me at the time, because I mean, I was giving some time to the Lord, but I obviously we can always do better. And so that just kind of hit me. But I like what you were talking about, how like, we need to set aside time. And even if it's just a couple of verses, like you mentioned, like it's, it's so important. And another thing you mentioned was um, just kind of like lifelong preparation, if you will um not just okay i got my call now it's time to prepare but like starting when you're young um, you know like in primary i hope they call me on a mission like we sing that song but um there's so much more to it than just singing the song and so i just liked how you mentioned that um i'm i'm not sure i I believe it's i want to say some some general authorities have mentioned it in in conference and everything but just about the home being an mtc Um, even before um, COVID and like how it's actually for some people, it is like the MTC, like the first three weeks or however long you said you're in the pre MTC, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I mean, it even like officially, yeah, it is. But even before that, like it's still like you're preparing even, even as a child. And so it's just, it's just cool to see um, just to hear it from you. Like you're like in the middle of the pre MTC and just, I guess, come out of the, the home MTC, even though you're still there, like it's, it's, you're kind of in between, it's just kind of cool, um, just to hear your experiences and everything. But, um, but yeah, is there anything else that you've seen um, that has helped you? Like, um, what's the schedule like as the pre MTC? How does that work?
2: Um, so I actually, so pre MTC is pretty nice because you can just, Schedule it. So I'm not actually like set apart as a missionary yet. Um, so just you schedule with your tutor whenever you want. So whenever you're free. So in the afternoons, after I get home from work, I just meet with him and we just work on a bunch of stuff. Like we just work on Italian and stuff like that. And he helps me like break everything down and work through it. And it is super helpful.
1: That's awesome. So it's a li- it's a little bit more obviously it's it's more flexible. You kind of schedule it um when yeah. you can. Is that right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's cool. And when do you actually enter the MTC?
2: January 17th. So in 10 days or 11 wow. days.
0: Wow. That's cool. That's exciting. How do you feel about that?
2: I'm so excited. <laughs> it was really cool. We flew um they flew me to salt lake to sign my visa two days ago wow. and i got with a bunch of different missionaries who are going to the same mission as me
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and so we all got to meet and it just made me even more excited because i got to meet all these awesome people that were just as excited to go as i was and so that was really awesome
0: yeah that's awesome that's so cool annie what has been So you said you prepared kind of lifelong preparation to serve a mission, but what was kind of your big driving factor for deciding to serve a mission?
2: Uh, That's kind of a long story, but uh, I think, I mean, my whole life, I kind of wanted to go, but then I, I was, I'm a super big hockey player. And so when I, I got a scholarship or I was offered a scholarship to play hockey in Michigan. And, um, she kind of gave me a couple of days to decide. And when I was making my decision, she was kind of trying to sway me and said, okay, how about you come play for us for a year, solidify your spot. And then, um, then go on your mission. And I, I, at this time I was living in Costa Rica doing a volunteer program. And so I called my mom and I was like, mom, like, this sounds great. Like, I should do this. And then, uh, she kind of started talking to me a little bit about like, okay, well, I mean, is this really what you want to do? Like pray about it, make sure it's right. And so I, I prayed and, um, for the next couple of days and all of a sudden, like in my brain, I kept telling myself, this is a great plan. You know, it's perfect. Best of both worlds. And I just remember one night, the night before I had to call the recruiter and teller my decision. I felt so sick. I, I just could not sleep. And I felt like I was going to throw up. And I remember just like sweating and like went outside and just prayed and just said like, okay, am I making the wrong decision? And I remember immediately, like, as soon as I said, all right, I will go on a mission. I remember feeling instantly like peace and just calm knowing that like I was doing the right thing. And then as soon as I made my decision, everything just felt so much easier. Um, I, all of a sudden went from, all right, I'll serve out of kind of duty to so excited to serve. Um, and so it was just, it was really, really cool because I automatically knew like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And so it was, it was awesome. And I'm so excited.
0: That's so cool, Addie. I know you liked hockey, so that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's way cool. That's awesome. I like, I really liked how you mentioned the, um, like it went from a, being a duty to like, you were like super excited about it. Cause I think that's so important. It's just the excitement. Um, like, ah, oh, yeah. That didn't even get me started. I just love the whole concept of being excited to do, um, do anything, but specifically missionary work, because I mean, if you're not excited about it, like you're not going to put as much into it. Right. It's just,
2: yeah.
1: it's just, it, it shows the excitement is just an outward expression, I guess, of the, the inner drive that you have. And so that's, that is so cool. Isn't that, it's crazy how the Lord works sometimes.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. Addie,
0: in your experience so far, right, getting to share about why you decided to serve and and growing into that as you came to want it for yourself, what do you feel like you would say to somebody who is trying to figure that out for themselves, somebody who's trying to decide, is a mission right for me? Is this the right next step? How do I decide?
2: Well, I think one of the big things for me is, um, you know, a lot of people talk about like their why, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with like, look at what the gospel has done for you. For me, that was, that was a big thing because when I was trying to make my decision, I kind of mentally made a pros and cons list. Like what has Mm -hmm. the gospel? Done for me? What does it bring to the table? You know, what would my life look like without it? And I think that honestly, I pretty much only found pros. There was not, there are so many challenges that everyone goes through, but all of them we're able to overcome through Christ, through the gospel. And that has just been so cool to me. And so I would just say to anyone and to everyone's like preparing to go just kind of look and reflect on what has the gospel done for you. And then kind of think about no matter where you're going, there's people that don't have that light in their life that don't have the hope and the joy and the, the relief of knowing that the atonement is available to them. And so just, I didn't know I was going to Italy, but I'm so excited to to teach the people there. But when I had submitted my papers and was waiting to decide where I was going. Um, I just automatically knew like, okay, wherever I'm going, like there are so many people that are so excited and so ready, even though they don't know it yet, they're so ready to, to feel all of the amazing feelings and have the, all of the amazing experiences that I've been able to have. And I get to go and share that with them. And so I would just say to those people trying to decide if they want to go just kind of reflect on, on your feelings that you've felt and all the experiences that you've had and, and see like how that could, and how your experiences could affect the people that you could potentially go and serve.
1: Totally. Yeah, that's excellent. That is excellent. And then I have a a question. Um, what, um, I remember before my mission, there were a lot of people that would give me advice um, and some of it stuck. Some of it went one in one ear out the other. <laughs> um, but Addie, have you gotten any advice that has kind of stuck with you either from like a church leader, a parent, family member, or uh, really just anyone that is kind of stuck with you, just, and you kind of live by, I guess.
2: Two things um, that have made such a big impact And that I've really remembered um, is one love with your whole heart. Mm. Um, People. I think in today's world, there's so much of it is focused on validation and um, people wanting to be heard and wanting to be loved. And so I think that just just showing them that you care and that you love them and you, and you want them to be happy because that's why you're serving a mission is to bring people happiness. So just showing them love like Christ, um, just showing that them that unconditional Christ love is I think just so important because if anything else, if, even if they don't want to, to accept the gospel now, they'll at least feel your love and that'll resonate with them. Um, And I think the last one is just kind of relating to the first one, but just give your 100%, you know, that doesn't mean burn yourself out, but you know, this is the Lord's time. And so just, just give all that you have You know, you, you only have two years or 18 months to, to devote everything to Christ. And so when you're there, just do it and just give him all that you have, because he will help. He will help you. You know, you are the Lord's mouthpiece. You're not out there to just, you know, have fun or whatever. I mean, still have fun, but Mm -hmm. just, just give your all to Christ and he will pave the way
1: totally yeah have fun but know your purpose right yeah totally yeah and that reminds me actually of um something that i was told before my mission it was actually from my stake young men's president he said um you have two years to do it and all eternity to remember it i was like whoa like that's that's pretty pretty intense um but i like that i like both of those there's um there's a lot to it i mean love with all your heart that's it's it's so cool like when you when you can really feel that um sometimes it's hard, but I think it's meant to be hard because that's i mean that's why we're here um but that's kind of cool because the whole like i mean, I was always told like pray, pray for love for those that you serve, like whether it's your companion your other the other missionaries in your district in your zone whatever like um and specifically like those you you're teaching like in your war yeah. and that whole area but yeah, it's just so cool. It's like one of the, the big tasks of the mission, but also life in general, just to love with all your heart and not, not judge or anything like that. It's so cool. That's really cool.
0: Well, Addy, as we kind of wrap things up, we appreciate you coming out here for your time. Addy, what would be the biggest piece of advice you'd give somebody kind of like the question we asked earlier, but the biggest piece of advice you'd give to somebody who is either preparing to serve a mission or still deciding in the gospel or in the mission, mission related.
2: Um, well, I think just a big one, and it's kind of an obvious answer, but I think if, if you're considering going, pray about it, you know, heavenly father, has an answer for you you know he he wants to be your friend and to have a relationship with you so just you know pray about it and ask him and he will he will answer um and i think another one is just think about the big picture and the plan of salvation and how everything and how your purpose plays a piece um, and I have a friend who right now she can't go on a mission and that was really hard for her, but she was able to now through her and because of her, uh, a good friend of ours just got baptized. And so missionary is possible. Like, even if you missionary being a full-time missionary is not in the cards for you, like missionary work is still an option and it's still thriving and i think that whatever happens like being a lifetime missionary is really important
1: yeah that's really what it's all about yeah that lifetime i like what you said that lifetime missionary that's a yeah it's a cool cool phrase because the mission continues like I mean, yeah, you're preparing your whole life. Like as a kid, like we talked about um, preparing, you know, even when you're young, but then you serve and then, yeah, it it continues. Like you're still, still a missionary, even if you don't like, like you were talking about your friend, like, even if you don't serve a full-time mission, like you're still like when you're, when you're baptized, that's part of what we promise is to stand as a witness. And part of that is being a missionary. I mean, that is being a missionary is standing as a witness. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well thanks Addie so much for for joining us. We really do appreciate it um and yeah good
2: luck in uh, Rome Italy at the visitor center that's that's awesome. congrats on the call.